In this episode, we'll talk about how to choose the right kind of motorcycle that best fits your riding style. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen. Hi, and thanks for checking out episode number two of the Random Thoughts from the Road podcast. I'm Craig Allen. You know, a motorcycle is an easy and fast way of transportation. It's relatively cheap to maintain and operate, and with the advancements in technology in recent years, motorcycles have also specialized into multiple styles, and we all know that today's motorcycles are much more advanced than in the past. They could be a source of happiness, a stress reliever, and, well, just plain fun. You know, the key to motorcycle happiness, it's not about finding the best bike available on the market, but it's more about finding the right kind of motorcycle for you. One that's going to be the best fit for your requirements and the type of riding that you want to do. Now, of course, some motorcycles are specially designed to fit their particular segment of the market, while others are general in nature and can be used by anyone. Let me give you an example. Some motorcycles are more suited for the younger generation than the older, and vice versa. For a new rider, a lightweight motorcycle is always going to be a better choice while learning. Also, it's a good idea to be able to place both of your feet on the ground while stopping. It'll give you a feeling of complete control of the bike. And for the new riders out there that have never ridden a motorcycle before, being able to have your feet firmly on the ground is going to instill confidence in you right from the start. So the question is, how do you choose the right motorcycle for you? It's always a tough decision in choosing the right kind of bike when so many styles and models are available in the market. In fact, I believe that there's no one type of motorcycle that can meet all the requirements of the rider. So to help you narrow down your search and find the right kind of motorcycle that best suits you, I've come up with six categories of bikes to consider. But first, I would suggest you analyze and review the basic purpose of the way that you'll be using your bike. There are lots of options available in the market, and the decision primarily depends on what you want to do with the bike. It's really going to depend on whether you want to ride it off the road or on the road, touring the country or just tooling around town. And of course, it always comes down to this. How much money do you want to spend? Now, once you've figured that out, then you're ready to choose the right kind of motorcycle for you based on a few basic parameters. So let's go over those six basic categories. First on the list is the naked or sometimes people call them a standard bike. This is a basic type of motorcycle which puts you in an upright position. The advantages of a standard bike is that they're available in a variety of models and engine displacement. It's easy to ride and control and is well suited for riding in the city, which may or may not have even road surfaces. This type of motorcycle is ideally suited as a daily commuter and perhaps someone who would use the bike only occasionally for a long-distance ride. Heck, I once rode my 1971 Suzuki T250 from New Mexico to Washington State in the dead of winter, which just goes to show that just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean you should. 
Picture a guy dressed up like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man on a two-cycle, two-cylinder ring-a-ding going across the country when it's freezing. I want to say it wasn't about a girl, but, well, uh, to be young and stupid again. Now, the disadvantages to a standard bike is they're not able to cope with blowing wind, which tends to make a rider tired when driving for long periods of time. Moving on to the second type of bike is the cruiser. There are a lot of companies that manufacture cruiser types of motorcycles, and the advantage of a cruiser is that you're going to be in a more relaxed riding position. Now, there is a type of rider that might be very interested in a cruiser, and that's those of you that have short inseams. If you're a shorter rider, a cruiser is almost universally a good choice because just about every one of them has a very low seat height, which means that even if you're not a large person and you're on a large motorcycle, you'll find yourself able to easily control the bike. They tend to have good acceleration since most of the cruiser models have at least 650cc or more engine displacement, and their engines are tuned for low-speed torque, which makes them somewhat easier to ride. It's more comfortable for long rides, and it's also a great choice for use as a daily commuter. The disadvantages to cruisers are that they're typically heavier bikes, and they don't corner as well as the naked or standard bike. So if you're a new rider and you think a cruiser is the way to go, a mid-displacement import would make a very affordable first bike. Now let's talk about the third type, the touring-style bike, your Gold Wings, BMWs, and Harley-Davidson touring type of bikes. These are designed to be ridden for long distances and usually have larger displacement engines. The manufacturers typically make them very comfortable for riders in terms of both seating position as well as appointments. In fact, it's not uncommon for a touring bike to see full audio systems and navigational aids in an effort to make your ride as comfortable as possible. The advantages of a touring motorcycle are that they usually have more fuel and luggage capacity, which of course means that they can go for long distances hassle-free. And typically, they're equipped with windshields, which provides extra wind protection for the rider. The disadvantages of a touring motorcycle? Well, it's more expensive compared to other type of motorcycles. The cost of a touring model is equivalent to that of a small car. Touring motorcycles are also heavy in weight, which can make it difficult for new riders. Now that takes us to the fourth type of bike on the list, the sport bike, sometimes referred to as a crotch rocket. This style of bike has its roots in the racing industry and is the legal version of a motorcycle used for road racing. The advantages of a sports bike are that the rider can lean in the forward position and ride it comfortably. They're high-speed bikes and have excellent acceleration. And since this type of motorcycle is derived from racing bikes, they normally come in at 600 cc's or more. The disadvantages of a sport bike, and this is key, is that they are definitely not well-suited for new riders. They're high-powered performance bikes, and that can spell disaster for the inexperienced riders. In fact, Statistics show the majority of motorcycle accidents are inexperienced riders on sports bikes. So if you're a new rider, I would definitely steer away from this type of motorcycle. Moving on, then that brings us to the fifth type of bike on our list, the dual sport or adventure touring motorcycle. The advantages of a dual sport bike are that they are the most versatile motorcycles among the different type of categories of motorcycles available on the market today. You ride the bike in an upright position and they're designed for different road conditions. 
For example, you can easily ride a dual sport motorcycle on the smooth roads of a highway as well as in the city, which tend to have uneven surfaces, or even off-road for that matter. An advantage that really comes in handy when riding the back roads. And as many of you know, there are a lot of roads you can be tooling down here in the Ozarks that turn into dirt roads. And like all bikes, there are some disadvantages to dual sport bikes. For instance, they're not typically very comfortable when riding long distances and usually have a higher seat height, which can be problematic for shorter riders. The sixth and last category of this list is the scooter. We've all seen these type of bikes camping around town. They're a small displacement step-through bike, typically starting at a 50cc displacement, but can have engines as large as 650ccs. The main advantages of a scooter are that they can get unbelievable gas mileage, as much as 100 miles per gallon or more. This is a very appealing factor, as I'm sure everyone would like to spend less money on gas. Scooters are also very versatile. They're very good for riding in cities that are crowded because they're very maneuverable, and they can be parked almost anywhere, so that gives you a lot of freedom. Another factor is the ease of automatic shifting, which gives an inexperienced rider more enjoyment in the riding experience. Now, the disadvantages are that some smaller models may also have more unstable handling. Aesthetically, a lot of scooters just don't have a very streamlined look to them. They pretty much are just rolling chairs with handles in the front. Some people consider them not to be as attractive as a standard motorcycle. There's speed. They don't go as fast as another type of motorcycle might. So if you're looking for speed, you'll likely need to look at one of the other types of motorcycles I've outlined in order to get the acceleration you're looking for. The design of scooters means that they have higher drag, so that also slows them down somewhat. So these are just some of the things you want to be aware of when considering a scooter. I hope these guidelines will help you find your dream bike, one that will be the right fit for you. So do your homework, and once you decide on the kind of bike that best fits your needs, get out there and ride. Thanks for listening to this episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. We hope that if you like the show, you'll subscribe and tell your friends about it. Coming up in the next episode of Random Thoughts from the Road, we'll talk about the great Missouri Mills ride. So be sure to come on back.